want to invite you to a brief meditation on our readings from tonight. This is uh, a night where we've read from the Gospel of Luke and his account of the manger scene and the birth of Christ and the prophecy. And so join with me as we meditate upon this. And I want to say this. This is a story that is as old as the stars. <laughs> and there's been a lot about stars recently in the news, and you've seen that. But this is where we started tonight, wasn't it? It's with prophecy. It's with this. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And notice, the earth was without form and void. And then you have the darkness and the deep. That's where things begin. In this darkness and void and emptiness. But that's not where they end, is it? No, just then the Spirit of God is hovering, brooding over the face of the deep. And then God speaks His Word, His creative Word. And His creative Word is this, let there be light. And then He begins to form the world that we see and live in now and fill it with its inhabitants. There's a term in the Hebrew there, tohu vavohu, which deals with this formlessness and void that God then fills. He then creates mankind and builds a man and then fills that man with the Holy Spirit, which shows to us the meaning, the very meaning of life. We are to have eternity in us, God's eternal life, who is the Holy Spirit. This is the prophecy that we move from darkness to light. And our world has been in a lot of darkness this year. Maybe your own life has been very dark this year. I want to proclaim tonight in this Christmas message that the one who spoke light into the darkness, can also speak light into your darkness. This is a timeless tale <laughs> that happened in time and in space. For we're told that six months in to Elizabeth's pregnancy that Mary is visited by an angel. <clears throat> this angel is Gabriel. And doesn't this bring up, maybe as we rewind the story a little bit, it reminds us of another woman in the Bible and another angel, a more diabolical angel, one that we know as Lucifer or the serpent of old or the devil. And we're reminded that in the beginning, in Genesis 3, there's a meeting of an angel and a woman. And there's an announcement made there too. And Eve decides to disobey rather than obey God. Here, joy of joys tonight, as we've already read, the angel now shows up, Gabriel, to Mary. And instead of disobedience, Mary says those famous words, let it be unto me thy servant. <laughs> 
what a wonderful, grace-filled woman that reverses the curse of Eve. And God begins his rescue plan by her permission. And just as the Spirit hovered over the dark waters, the abyss, the darkness and void, and then created life from God's word, so too the angel said, the Holy Spirit will overshadow you, hover over you, and produce life in you without a male component, without male seed. What a story of redemption. What a God that has chosen to come down and save us. What a Holy Spirit that can create life from darkness and death and from a void, fill it with the words of God. What a Savior. And then we think of Joseph. And many people don't know what to do about Joseph. But Joseph is key critical in this point. He is of the house of David. (laughs) Now, at Harvest Point, just this past uh, Sunday, Pastor Bruce shared with us about this house of David. David living in a big house and being established now as the premier king says, you know what, Nathan, we need to build God a house. And Nathan, of course, being a a preacher and prophet and all, he says, well, yeah, absolutely. If you want to build God a house, let's do that, baby. Because uh, I don't know many preachers that if somebody came to him and said, hey, I'd like to build God a house, a big house, like, you know, uh, that they would turn him down. But Nathan is corrected that night. God says, no, 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 no. He's not building me a house. I'm going to build him a house. And he says, I'm going to build you a house, David. And he does. Now, there's 400 years of kings in the line of David. Now, let's, we can pause here real quick and just say, historically speaking, that's unheard of in history. To have a genealogical line of the same family ruling for 400 years, that you don't see that. All right? That doesn't happen. It didn't happen in Israel. It happened only in Judah, only in the southern kingdom. But that does come to an end with Zedekiah. However, the house of David doesn't come to an end. There are descendants of David all over. And Joseph is one of them. And that's why he's summoned here by Quirinius to, to register as the house of David. And so by adoption, Jesus is a son of David through Joseph. What, a, what an awesome meditation on Joseph. Well, what about that unique birth in swaddling clothes? Luke only gives us a couple of lines. Wouldn't you love to have had more? But in God's wisdom, he gives us a few here. And here's what I want to say about that. It wasn't the premier hotel. It wasn't the place that was prepared for him to come. It was a place that was base. It was a place of animals. It was a place underneath the house, really, where there was a manger. And these are, you know, swaddling clothes. You don't find those at Walmart or Belk. They're just cloths. That's it. And she makes do with what she has that night, Mary does, as she gives birth to the Lord. 
the very one that created her, the very one that chose her. You see, kids, if you're listening, Jesus is the only person in all of history to choose his mother. Now, God has given you your mother, and you are to obey her. So you better be doing that tonight, too, by the way. But Jesus chooses his mother, and he's the one who created her. And yet now, the uncreated one is born. The one that, that spoke the universe into existence and all the constellations now rest in her arms. What a holy night. Furthermore, this night is marked as December 25. And I was reading a sermon by St. Augustine in 410 A.D., and he remarks that Jesus is born in correlation to the winter solstice. Now that happens, of course, I know for some of you nerds out there, December 21 and 22, all right? I get it. However, on their calendar, rather than the Gregorian calendar that we use, um, they were looking at the 25th as the one that is the winter solstice. So for him, it was the winter solstice. And the winter solstice is the shortest day of the year. It's the one that has the least amount of light. However, he notes in his sermon, and I love this. I love this. Think about this. Jesus is born on the, on the shortest day of the year because that's the day where the light begins to increase. Let there be light. <laughs> well, then, lastly, in our meditation, we meet these shepherds. And of course, these shepherds are just shepherd boys. Don't, don't think men. Think David. Right? They're the ones that get the cheap job out tonight working. It's not a premier job at all. Shepherding is not a premier job. And yet, for God, they're the ones that are invited to see this holy event take place. The shepherds are invited in. What does that say to us? It says this, friend. It says this, that God is inviting anyone that would hear his voice tonight. Listen to me. Anyone that would hear his voice tonight, he's inviting you to come and see. He's inviting you to seek the Christ child. No one is too high. No one is too low. No one is too far gone to be reached by this child. For there was a heavenly host. There was one angel, and then it turns into a multitude of angels. What is important is that we seek him tonight. Don't be distracted by anything else tonight until we get this point right. That the prophecy has been fulfilled, friend, tonight, this night. But the question is this, has it been fulfilled in you? The great reversal is already well underway. His kingdom has come. The king has landed. His soldiers are on the march. But are you? Let him, like he did for David, Build a house for himself in you. Let him 
fly over the darkness and the void, the tahuvavuhu, and form it and fill it. Do you need that? I need that. Oh God, I need that. Give us that, oh Lord. Form us. Fill us with your Holy Spirit. He will if we will seek him like these shepherds did for they found him. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. You want this to be a night of wonder? Just reach out in faith and come and see the Christ child tonight. Amen.